We got to get going because I started drinking early and I already got the hot face on the the whiskey and tea. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, that whiskey one... and that fucking sugar, you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. If the second one's gonna be audible, we got to start soon here. Okay, let's do it. Let's, we, should, okay. we should count in. Have we not done that yet? Fuck. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, five, four, three, three two, two, one. one mark. mark. Welcome to the Radio Cure. I'm your host Nathan Seal, and each week Jeremy Cohen and I talk about new albums and artists in and around the indie music landscape. This week, it's a cardigan-drenched hug from indie rock sad face granddad Jeff Tweedy. Snuggle by the fire as Papa Jeff tells us what it's like growing up Wilco. That's next on the Radio Care. Hey, Jerry. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Are you preparing for your, your Christmases? Are you buying your gifts and things like that? No, I really should be, though. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, oh, I don't actually have a whole lot of time left. I've literally bought nothing. The problem is, is that if you buy a lot of stuff off the internet, you really ha- you can't leave it late. No. <laughs> which is annoying, which then forces me into the stores, which gives me anger. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen to me. I'm going to have to venture out into mm-hmm. the world. I'm... I'm fine with the actual stores and them being crowded because most people are like, oh, sorry, excuse me, you know, Merry Christmas, all that kind of shit. You know, it's the parking lots where you can't see the faces and it's just like cars Mm. coming at you. Mm. It's just immediate anger. I know you don't have to deal with the uh, car situation anymore and like the suburban like trying to drive through the parking lots. There's always that asshole that's like cutting through like the parking spaces and then yeah. going like the wrong way down the, you're just like fuck you, dude. Come on, like <laughs> we need to like we just like keep the shit civil. I mean, if, if it's in you know, no one's around, yeah, cut through the fucking parking spaces, yeah. you know, to get to some other place. But you know, we got to keep this shit high and tight. Yeah, you gotta have some rules when it's like that busy. Yeah, but, it's like wartime kind of like you know martial law, you know. Yeah, that's no good. Down. Like, my worst case scenario for holiday shopping is that there'll be, like, a masturbating Santa Claus on the train. That's not nearly mm. as bad as dealing with traffic. No, no. As long as the masturbating Santa Claus stays in his lane, Exactly, I'm fine which he will. It. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not moving around that much. <laughs> yeah. So then does he, does he have, like, one of those Salvation Army pails and, like, people put money in it to make him stop masturbating or something? Like, I've- for some, reason, some sort of, or or are we like taking bets on when he's gonna pop? Well, I thought you were gonna suggest that maybe the Salvation Army thing would be like a cum bucket. <laughs> That's right. That's that true. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, the thought of taking bets on when a homeless Santa is gonna come is really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Your Christmas has really gone south at yeah, that point. It has. <laughs> Is that the kind of Christmas spirit you're really looking for? Ugh, <laughs> like big red pants down around his ankles. <laughs> big You've white seen bush. That? That's that's a true thing. Is that something no. that appears every Christmas? I- <laughs> The masturbating Santa. Oh, there's the masturbating Santa. There's He's the masturbating the Santa. It, it is truly the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not I Christmas until it. you see the masturbating Santa. I guarantee it's out there, though. <laughs> Somewhere. 
masturbating Santa somewhere here in New York. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for masturbating Santa. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with uh, Jeff Tweedy and his new album, Warm. But <laughs> it, it is a very warm album. Now, did you even know that he put out an album last year of um, Wilco covers? Can you say uh, that about Jeff Tweedy doing Wilco covers? But they kind of were. They were. Um, yeah, I was aware of that. Um, a friend of mine was like really into it. And I was like, I don't care. The originals are better. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of prepare the way for this album because it's like he went back and did his old songs in the kind of way that he is going to do this album mm-hmm. uh, uh, of his originals. And I think there were some some good ones and some bad ones. You know, I mean, I think like uh, in a future age and I'm always in love from Summer Teeth were successes. And I felt like I am trying to break your heart and Ashes of American Flags was, I was like, yeah, but I just want that like crazy ass fucking yeah. finish, you know? Yeah, like those being like stripped down is like not. I don't feel like what you really go to those songs for, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Now, but the ones you did that you did feel like worked uh, better. Would Would you ever though still choose to listen to the solo version than the original album version? No, no, I wouldn't. Which is why I think that that album is just basically a prep for this album. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is from Quant- Consequence of Sound. It, it's actually gotten good reviews. I have three different Very excerpts. good reviews. Yeah, three different excerpts from um, reviews, and all of them 83, which is the aggregate on Metacritic, just four points behind uh, the beloved 1975 album that we talked about last mm, week. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pretty close. Critics are Al- on almost point. Almost a masterpiece. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. Almost almost to the 1975 level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is from Consequence of Sound Warm, which, while technically Tweedy's second solo record, is his first comprised completely of original music. Like its non-Wilco predecessors, the 11-track affair doesn't do much to create dividers between the man and his long-running band. But it does tie in closer with some chapters of the band's history than others. The songs on Warm... Run the gamut, run that gamut, making the record representative of the full depth uh, and breadth of Tweedy's songwriting scope. The music is more in step with Wilco's twangy alt country roots than the experimental genre bending that has won him acclaim in the years since. Mm, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, so this that that first one was kind of prepping you for this one which is definitely more on the alt countryside although i will say that i still think that it sounds like late wilco and and you only have to go back to that first album to see the difference between like a slow kind of um pared down version of all the classics versus Mm -hmm. the slow pared down version of the warm songs they are still definitely i feel like more late Wilco sounding. Yeah. And I think it's like less stripped down than I was expecting it to be. Like I genuinely thought it was going to be like just acoustic guitar, maybe some Mm -hmm. piano and a little drums every now and then. Yeah. 
there is more like ambient noise and stuff in it than I was expecting. Yeah, Consequence of Sound uh, picks out the red brick and How mm-hmm. I Will Find You. I think that there's a couple other ones that have some interest in them as well. Um, but I agree. I, it, it is a little more interesting uh, than than First Blush uh, in, in terms of it just being like a straightforward, like, you know, man and guitar kind of Totally, record. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he brought up the fact that it's more of the alt country twangy Wilco. Um, I've broken down Wilco into a few different genres, and I'm interested to mm. to hear what kind what your favorite kind of Wilco is. So I think okay. that AM is like just straight alt country, right? Yes. Um, there there's it's just very straightforward. Uh, being there in Summer Teeth to me have a more indie rock feel yeah. that late nineties indie rock feel, mm-hmm. um, more kind of in line with like a, like a country version of pavement pavement or something. And yeah. then Yankee hotel Foxtrot and a ghost is born are that kid, a amnesiac, that druggy psychedelic, like mm-hmm. break into something critically acclaimed yes. right yeah so that's like the druggy psychedelic and then sky blue sky and everything after uh one of the reviews called that um that the, that their recent stuff has been more eagles like than wilco like and I thought, that was, I thought that was pretty funny, that and, funny. And, and so sky blue sky and everything after is like the eagles rock it's like uh, Tweedy as a front man, they're headlining festivals and Red Rocks, and mm-hmm. like they're the big band, right? Yeah, that's fair. They get Nels Klein on there, you know. He he, you know, the Ashes of American Flags is is kind of like that staple guitar thing of his, and, and you know, yeah, it, that's that's real. At least at the, at the first ones, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole lot, the whole lot of love, and Star Wars, and Wilco of the album. Those. There's, well, there's like, I can't even keep straight how many albums they actually have after Sky Blue Sky. Like, it's I like always five, like dude. miss one then, or two. They and then they have that Schmilko album. Yeah, Schmilko. Now, if I'm remembering correctly, Star Wars was really the only one of those that got like real acclaim, right? Like people actually were pretty into that one, if I remember right. Yeah, Star Wars and I mean Sky Blue Sky is is like their uh in Rainbows to me. So that one is kind of like that hmm. bridge that bridge figure. You know, I think yeah. a lot of people liked Sky Blue Sky. Yeah, I think they did. I and I know that like one uh our pal Dave uh, he didn't even like Wilco until Sky Blue Sky. I think that's like a different like subset of Wilco fans. Yeah, I, I say that same thing about Radiohead. There are there are only people that came in on they, they got a second generation of fans yeah. through In Rainbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Is, Ju- is Julie okay? I that that ambulance is a. <laughs> Coming into close. your house, isn't that one's it? Close. <laughs> it's close. It sounds like a big to do. It does. Multiple it does. ambulances, fire yeah, trucks, possibly. Like four, four alarm situation <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely uh, be able to hear that one on here. Seems to yeah. have passed. 
yeah, I think I think we're good. I think the dust has settled. So, what is what is your favorite uh, kind of Wilco? Um, druggy Wilco. Druggy uh, Wilco. I, I followed yes. pretty closely by Indie Wilco. Yeah, I think Indie Wilco um, is 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 where I kind of hang my hat. I, I think mm-hmm. that. Yankee Hotel, Foxtrot, and The Ghost Is Born are better records. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think that that's true. I agree. Um, but, oh, man, I fell in love in the key of C chair. <laughs> I just I, love a shot in the arm. I love all of Summer Teeth. I love all of being there in Summer Teeth. Like both of those, mm-hmm. I think, are perfect. It's just the the, the Yankee Hotel and Ghost is Born. You're just just next level for me. Just a little bit, but still next level. I agree. I, I mean, I think it's probably a hard pick for me. I mean, uh, the Sports X3 boys will appreciate this. Every time I go back to Anderson, I listen to Misunderstood, where you yeah. know, you're, yeah. you're back in your old neighborhood where cigarettes taste so good. Mm-hmm. That, wow. for a very long time, was my favorite song of theirs. Yeah, it just ends in the most glorious clamory mess and I just love it. And the the first part is just total heartstrings. I know. It's so good. I mean that's that's you know, that's I joked in the intro, but that's totally Jeff Tweedy's MO is that he's just that guy that gets being sad and lonely. Yeah. yeah totally. Uh let's get into the songs and I can use Rolling Stone here, which they also um had uh, as 83 or 8.3 uh, rating. How, how does that work? Oh, like uh, if you like do the math, it would be 8.3 because they are on a five star system, right? They are. But when I went to Metacritic, the score next to their name was 83. So I don't know if they've given in to the more standard metrics of a, out of 100. No, they uh, haven't. Uh, <laughs> No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit this, but I still look at Rolling Stone reviews sometimes. Oh, okay. It's still five, you know what they... one to, zero to five stars. Okay. So I think this, uh, well, then I it would be a 4.3 mm-hmm. repeating. Right, which star. I don't know how you get there exactly, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just like 4.3 repeating star. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the 51-year-old, oh my goodness, that makes me feel old. Right? Jeff I, like, I couldn't believe that. I know. Singer-songwriter grapples with mortality more head-on than ever on songs like Warm, When the Sun Has Died, and From Far Away. Elsewhere, Tweedy seems to be working through deep familial pain, 
and he's sharper than ever on one of his trademark topics, the breakdown of intimate communication. I know it's a lie, he sings on the highlight. I know what it's like when you say it's okay. With his veteran band currently on hiatus, this is convincing proof that Jeff Tweedy's non-Wilco detours have become more than mere side projects to fill gaps between albums, but rather precious, intimate portraits of a singer-songwriter who's willing to openly display more of his scars than ever before. Mm. Have we, uh, now, uh, this question has not been asked yet, but maybe should have. Do we like this? Is this good? Do you like this? This is contemplative Tweety, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that is, it's like the Cimmerillion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not going to read that book if you're not already deep in the mythology, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the analogy you're making here. Yeah, yeah, for all the Lord of the Rings heads there. <laughs> it it yeah, it's just like you have to be deep into the sitch to into the Wilco situation to enjoy this and it's almost like um you know, a, a concluding remark or an afterthought or a postscript or something like that. It, and I I think that uh, some of this informs his thinking and his experiences throughout being in Wilco. That's why, yes. uh, again, from the thing is, I was, I was like, this is this is Papa Jeff telling us, you know, let's gather around the fire, and I'll tell you the story of of me being in Wilco. I had my my grandfather used to he he told me this story fucking probably four or five times. I don't mean to shit on my grandfather. It was, <laughs> it's actually very endearing. I enjoyed the story every time. But he, he had this whole story about how like he started working in a shoe factory in the depression mm. for like ten dollars a month or something ridiculous, and they ate beans and <laughs> you know all that. He, kind was, of he was paid in beans. <laughs> yeah, he's he paid in beans. Ten beans God. per month. <laughs> Ten beans per month. Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. I, it obviously had a great impression on me. <laughs> I can't remember that shit for the life of me. But um, yeah, this is what this feels like. Is that it's it's uh, it's Papa Tweety kind of you know telling us the story of Wilco. Yeah, and if you had told, I totally agree. And, and if you had told me that before I heard it, I would have not been very jazzed about this, but I think this is really good and I really like it. And I don't know if it is for anyone other than big Wilco fans, but sure. I am one, so fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? I mean, I we we've mentioned this in the past, but the radio cure is from the Wilco. I need a radio cure yeah. for my life. I mean, God, like, that is a ra- great fucking song, too. It is a great song and it's the it's the reason that we love talking about music because it is the cure for what ails you Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) okay so he mentioned uh, a couple of the songs that i'd like to get into it's a kind of a three song set here right in the middle of the album the heart of the album and uh it, it they're definitely my um favorite songs and and they have something unique about them but also something very uh, recognizable yeah. and uh, very classic about them too. Yeah, totally. So the first one that comes up is uh, from Far Away. I like this one because of like the spacey effects in it. Yeah, that's, of, that's what I was talking about that I was not expecting on this album at all. And I'm really right? glad it's in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really harken back to anything. I, I don't mm-hmm. like think of some uh, uh, song in there, a psychedelic 
past, but um, it, it's just a nice uh, kind of addition. It, it has this kind of, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space or kind oh, of yeah. this other worldly experience of like leaving your body mm-hmm. and kind of leaving all of your um, uh, floating off and, and all the shit that you leave people can mm-hmm. go through and it's it's really this kind of like you know what, what kind of impression am I going to leave it's a great contemplative kind of piece and perfect for a soft warm winter playlist and my lips have what I don't Oh yeah, absolutely. And I like like the they're almost like groovy little like drum breakdowns in the song too. Mm-hmm. Those are a lot of fun. I um first like we just talked about it, but like the first note I took on this was about like the spaciness of it and then mm-hmm. I that was like the first thing I wrote down and then I was reading the lyrics and I was like, "Oh my god, the first line is talking about being in space." Like I'm mean, so <laughs> obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it fits really well, and it just adds a little interest and a little more of a a, a kind of techie touch to um, this idea of dying and mm-hmm. leaving your your body. No, it's good. I really like this one. Do you do you have any feeling of like where you would think this belongs um, in the Wilco categories? Yeah, if you were gonna put it on a. You had to gun to your head. Gun to my head. I think it belongs in the in the druggy category. Okay. Not. I mean, it's not like blatant, but I think it's. Uh, I just don't know where else I would put it. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like being there. I don't know. Yeah. I I I think summer teeth because mm-hmm. there's like shot in the arms. There's like drugginess to summer teeth. Yeah. But yeah, not full blown, and that's mm-hmm. how I feel about this one. Yeah, Summer Teeth is a good call. Now, the next one, I, I feel very confident in putting in uh, being there. Yes, I know that's what the it's first like, note I have. Right? Yeah. Classic Wilco. The, the lyrics are short and repetitive. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to not feel love, to not feel pain, to start over again. It's It's... Uh, Jeff Tweedy as the fellow sufferer who understands. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like very sympathetic, which he, I think he often pulls off very well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's um, it's a you know an arm around you and a beer in your hand kind of friend that is gonna yeah. like listen to your woes and be like, hey man, I've fucking been there, dude. Right. It's like a sad conversation, through. but it's like optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a real good jangly tune. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it has a little more of an upbeat feel to it. And yeah. If I was going to pick a single, I think this would be it. Yeah, that's a good pick. My shadow stays Even when I'm miles away Waiting outside i 
has a has a, a, a kind of a Christmassy feel to it too. I, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm just in the mood. Uh-huh. You know, we, we did the decorations the other day, and I uh, got my first taste of um, Amy Grant's 1996 A Christmas Album. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, Tender Tennessee Christmas, my one of my favorite Christmas songs. So you're 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 in the spirit. You're ready to put on a Santa costume and go masturbate in public. <laughs> yeah. That's the next step. That's the next step. I'll take pictures. <laughs> Having been is no way to be is your favorite and I think yes. also mine. The yeah, this highlight is, of the album for me. I think this is the best song on here and I think that this is the best thing he's done since uh, several things on A Ghost is Born. And so is the light And so are you And honey, so am I But the earth still turns For the unconcerned Days pass below like train windows I was a sapling tree The birds look like me I beg my nerves to kick me something new From time to time I watch you sleep Oh, I wonder how much freedom you can dream And I'm sorry Oh, wow. So Wilco or his yes. solo stuff. Post Ghost is Born, this is the best Jeff Tweedy song, Wilco or otherwise. That's a hot take. It's a hot take, right? That's a hot, hot, hot take. It's it's country, Wilco. It's sad, sack, self-deprecating. I'm sorry when you have to wake up to me. Right? <laughs> Classic. I'm, I know. I, I I really resonate with that lyric i am quite gassy in my sleep mm, yeah as uh, am i i feel kind of, <laughs> i feel kind of bad for it but every time we rustle the covers in the morning she's like oh you're fucking disgusting just, just putrid air escapes <laughs> yeah i'm sorry you have to wake up to that every morning that's not, that's not you should be waking up to roses you're so beautiful i'm mm-hmm. sorry i'm sorry that and i think that's what he's talking about he's talking about <laughs> trapped farts <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, that's the plight of every long relationship, really. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this, like the structure of this song too, where there's not like a chorus. It's just like just all like different verses through the whole thing. Um, and also, mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like that part about? I had the lyrics pulled up earlier and I accidentally got rid of them, but, um, Mm -hmm. where he's talking, he's talking about, uh, says about how he used to be on drugs and like, why don't, Uh, why aren't you still, do you have it? Now people say, what drugs did you take and why don't you start taking them again? But they're not my friends. And it goes on to say that he doesn't, they wouldn't care if he died of drugs anyway. Right. So why do I care about them? And that's got to be a reference, right, to the fact that 
many Wilco fans, like including myself at some point, been like, man, they were so much better when he was fucked up. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've we audibly said it. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's been his, recorded before. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Fat Jeff Tweedy with his fucked up hair, mm-hmm. you know, um, smoking that cigarette and I'm trying to break your heart. The, um, yeah. you, you saw the documentary, of course. Yeah, great documentary. Oh, great fucking documentary. It, great shots of Chicago. Oh, my God. It it's it's really so. wonderful. If people haven't seen that, check it out. Yeah, I am trying to break your heart. I'm sure it's on Netflix. Um, I'm not sure, but isn't everything? <laughs> I think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've said it before, and really that's about lamenting for a, a, a past Jeff mm-hmm. Tweedy. I mean, you can't live in that place. Even if he kept taking drugs, there's no guarantee that he would have kept making the good music. I mean, we've seen that before. Oh, totally. The, the drugs get to them, you know. And so I would much rather have the Sky Boost guy and yeah. and have to wade through the rest of it afterwards and, you know, pick and pick through it. And then also have this uh, than to have a dead, dead Jeff Tweedy, which is what I think his sentiment is here. Right. Yeah. It's like basically like, uh, well, fuck you, because the other option is I'd be dead. And it's like, is that better? Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with him, and I, I apologize, Jeff. Yeah, official uh, apology. If, I, if I've ever said, please be the druggie, Jeff, yeah. again, because <laughs> it's in the past, yeah. and it's really great, and it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, so here, getting to the, the, the final part, the Pitchfork review, uh, and this is about his uh, the book that goes with this. His new book, Let's Go, so we can get back, is one of the most engaging rock memoirs in recent years, because it because it dispenses with the assumed responsibility of a quiet, beloved figure like Tweedy. In contrast with his cones of empathy, Coans, co tough one. Coans of empathy in Wilco. K-O-A-N-S. I don't know what that word is. Yeah. Is that a typo? <laughs> is that not <laughs> a typo hands? Um, he's got lots of empathy, I guess. In Wilco, he writes about his family, fatherhood, addiction, and creative process in charmingly unfiltered prose. A companion to the book, Warm, radiates with similar openness. In the most harrowing section of his memoir, Tweedy writes that Wilco's impressionistic 2004 album, A Ghost is Born, was sculpted during the throes of an opiate addiction as an attempt to leave a comprehensive self-portrait for his sons in his absence. Written from a more stable perspective, Warm mirrors that eulogistic process with a more straightforward, less metaphorical bent. Sometimes we all think about dying, he says, in... Don't forget, don't let it kill you. That's a great line. I know, right? It is beautiful. And it is much more straightforward. I yeah. mean, he always has been a little esoteric with his uh, lyrics, just kind of more yeah, kind of uh, druggy impressions, like, like they say. But isn't that fucking interesting about A Ghost is Born? It really is. And like uh, to what you were just saying, like, I mean, just the, the title of the album, A Ghost is Born, it's about dying. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it absolutely is. And I, I didn't know it was it was so like 
autobiographical for his sons. Like I didn't is, either. This is who I am. If you think of anything of me, think of this. Yeah, that's wild and kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't wait to listen to it again. Like, right? And I went back, and um, the first song. At oh least that's God. what you said. Oh uh, yeah, at least that what you what, that's what you said. Like I had already made my decision to go with being there and summer tea at the indie. You know, um, Wilco. Yeah. But then, at least that what you said played, and I was just like. Jesus fuck. This is such a good album. I know. Is it is it I feel like this is like a super hot take, but I kind of think it's better than Yankee Hotel. I think it is too. I mean, I think it's better than Yankee Hotel Five Struck. Like OK Computer is better or I'm sorry, Kid A is better than OK Computer. Mm-hmm. Like there's more endearing songs on OK Computer, yeah. but the the real work is done on Kid A. Yeah. No, I think that's that's a good analogy. Um, and you and thinking about this album and Wilco this week, you know what I realized is what? Wilco is a hundred percent responsible for me uh, loving like droning really long, really repetitive songs because <laughs> of fucking spiders, kids. Yep. That was like that was like a revelation to me and I have just loved that sort of shit ever since. Yeah, um, a shot in the arm is a, is is a similar thing yeah. where and uh, kid smoke. It's just I mean there's just jammy druggy songs. I mean there's nothing better in yeah. the right light. And uh, God, them doing spiders live is always a highlight. I know, and you you always look to Ashes of American Flag as like mm-hmm. the guitar song, but at least that's what you said is just right and that, that was terror like, at the end it is absolute terror yeah it's unbelievable that was like before that was like the first time they ever did like epic guitar shredding on an album mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's very nice handshake drugs uh 
that's a nice break in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's almost like optimistic. On, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kid A, where he's like, ah, oh, this could have fit on that, on the brighter OK computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're wonderful. One of my like first like really favorite bands. I know, and I I grew up, I grew up in the '90s in Ohio, where like you know the radio was everything, and so you had the alt station, you had yeah. the top forty station, and you had the country station, you had the classic rock station, right? And the mm-hmm. country station, especially in the '90s, was getting really shitty, yeah. right? Like uh, Shania Twain and all that kind of like new country was like really coming up, yeah. Uh, at that time and so like country was was like a scarlet letter like you did not talk about either you liked good music or you liked country exactly know? yeah there was like some sort of real rift or divide and what i feel like Wilco, people in our age range honestly never really got over that and they're like not willing yeah. to accept the fact that there actually is good country still because it's just like no yeah. it's country it's bad <laughs> yeah and Wilco opened my eyes to even people like Ryan Adams mm-hmm. and, and and other people that are like, oh, wow, there still is really, and Ward, there's still yeah. really good country going on yeah. right now, even though there's a lot of shitty country still <laughs> that's like dominating. All right. I mean, I think that we've exhausted uh, all of our conversation on this. It, it's, a, it's a great record. It's a great time to listen to this record yeah. and to have this record released. I'm very excited about it. Um, any final thoughts? No, just I was very pleasantly surprised because like I just I haven't cared about new Wilco stuff in so long. It's like nice to have this back in my life. He's he's one of, he has one of my favorite voices ever. Fantastic voice. It's really classic too. Whether you like mm-hmm. it, it's either a like or a hate kind of a thing. It's like an Eddie Vedder. Like either you yeah. love Eddie Vedder's voice, or you fucking hate it. Yeah. You know, and same same thing with with. Uh, uh, Tweety and uh, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm fine with the the Wilco hiatus being them being done. You yeah. know, I don't I don't think I need anything else from Wilco. No. You know. Um. But this is this is refreshing, and I'd love a Jeff Tweety album every you know three four years. It'd be great. Yeah. Why not? I don't want him completely out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, come on, Papa Jeff. Give me the wisdom. Give me the wisdom. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for us this time. Check out Warm Jeff Tweedy and tell us what you think by leaving us a review in iTunes. Follow the link in the show notes to all the reviews and music used in this episode to our website, theradiocurepod.com. Till next time, I've been Nathan Sia. With me was Jeremy Cohn. Thanks for listening to The Radio Cure. Bye. Salvation Army cum bucket. There's got to be at least one Salvation Army bucket that has been cummed in. Just like a little oh, yeah. flash coming, like somebody comes by and like, like, boom. Yeah, that's had to have happened at some point. Thousand percent. Too, there's there's just too many Salvation Army charity buckets for one of them not to have been cummed in. Yeah, I do think that there's that many of has been cummed in. <laughs> <laughs>